Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You've reached me at episode 160. The me who is talking is Rick, and I'm glad you're here with me tonight. I'm in my favorite place, a place the regular listeners will know as Shalom Place or Serenity Place. They sound fancy, don't they? Actually, it's just my screened-in back patio slash porch, and that's where I am tonight. And it is a pleasant evening being out here. I've got a candle lit, and I'm just enjoying the time sitting. Well, I was here this morning and started my day. Well, actually, it was this afternoon, if I am being uh, specific, because I slept in quite late today. Uh, Regular listeners will know that I'm often recording this podcast at late hours, even on nights when I have to get up pretty early in the morning. And today was my first true real sleep-in day in quite a while, and I slept until the afternoon. So I was here in the seat this morning preparing my day, praying and reading and meditating, and it was then that I had my God presence moment. The rest of the day, I did keep my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to see how I might experience God in other ways, but it was in that moment, this early afternoon, near the beginning of my day, that I most clearly felt God's presence. Have a seat with me, sit down, and enjoy this evening, and I'll tell you about my experience earlier today. So, like I said, it was here in the morning. And I think what sort of enabled it was that I had to move my chair a little bit closer to the edge of the opposite edge of the porch. Now I have had this chair and it is, I call it one of those zero gravity chairs. It's one of those lounge chairs that has a high back and you can lean back and and almost go horizontal in it. And, um, I call it a zero gravity chair. I think I've seen it listed that way, but it is my favorite chair in the entire house. I had it in the basement for the winter, and that was where I was recording most of these podcasts. But now that the weather is warm and I have the screened in porch, it resides out here. And until this morning, I mean this afternoon, actually, it resided in one corner of the screened in patio porch. And it was a good corner, except that it would get pretty sunny in that corner. When the sun came up over the house next to me, the sun would shine directly into that corner. Well, that's not the reason I moved the chair. The reason I moved the chair is because, now, this might be a little too much detail, but it's part of the story. So the garage was where our big trash receptacle, or as some might say it, rubbish bin was residing. Now, that's okay in the winter when you don't need to walk outside to put your trash into the large bin. But in the summer months when it starts getting warmer and walking outside is not a big deal, it makes sense to move it out and put it outside. Well, the place where it logically resides is just on the other side of the screen from my chair spot. So, I don't need to have a a stinky, potentially stinky, bin, rubbish bin, 
right there next to me as I pray and meditate. So when I saw that this had happened, I didn't want to move the bin. I decided I'll move the chair. That's easier that way. So I moved it not very far, maybe a couple yards, but it puts me closer to something that I've noticed. I've, I've seen it here, but I never really paid attention to it like I was able to this afternoon. And that is a large pine tree. Now, it may not actually be a pine. It might be a fir or a juniper, but it's a, what is it, a deciduous tree? Is that the name of it? That Of a tree that does not lose its, um, no, I think deciduous is what loses its leaves. I think it's a coniferous, the one that does not lose its leaves because it is a pine tree. Anyway, this tree is in my neighbor's yard and it is probably 12, 15, nah, maybe 15 feet high, maybe closer to 20 feet high. It's got a pretty good, um, good tree. And um, I'm actually looking at it right now. Now it's dark. I can't really see it that well, but I am looking at it. So I don't have to think from memory about what it looks like. But I was sitting here today looking at the tree as I was meditating and as I was uh, praying. And I noticed something that I hadn't noticed before. And I think a lot of God presence moments, GPMs, as I call them, come from just noticing, seeing, looking, listening, paying attention to the world around me. And I was doing that this morning with this tree. And I noticed that quite a few birds, little birds, not big birds, but little birds, were flying in and out of one specific part of the tree a few feet from the top. And I got me thinking. I, I heard bird song coming from it. I've heard bird song coming from it. And it got me thinking, what is in that tree? Is there a bird community? Are there bird nests? What is in there? Now, you might think, okay, so I was curious and I went poking around in the tree. Well, I can't do that. The tree's too tall. Couldn't even really consider doing that. So I just had to imagine, wonder what was in this tree. And I'll tell you what, now that I have noticed these birds moving in and out, I will be paying more attention to them and continue my curiosity. And for me, the God presence moment there was a little nudge maybe from God saying, look, in my creation, this is God speaking. I could use my God voice, but I, that always seems kind of silly. But this is God speaking to me saying, in my creation, there is so much that you miss. You meaning people, you collective in this case, that you miss so many wonderful, incredible, amazing things. And especially things related to life, like these communities of life that are existing all around us. Sometimes we can't see them because they're literally too small. Colonies of bacteria, colonies of um, microscopic organisms. You know, I think we've all had that experience at some point in our lives when we uh, had a professor or a teacher. Or maybe we did it ourselves with a little microscope. We put the drop of pond water or water from a puddle or water from a stream. We put it onto a microscopic slide and, and just saw the, the life that was in there, life moving around, these fascinating little shapes and, 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 um, and creatures moving around. And I got that sense today, God saying to me, in this tree that looks 
just like a tree. It's kind of a static presence. The tree is alive, of course, and, and you know that's significant. But the tree itself, within the tree itself, it supports this community of life that is seen. It, it is unseen. I can't see what it looks like inside the tree, but I can notice the birds coming in and out and recognize that they live in there, that it's not just a place that they are kind of hanging out or going into. That is their home, and that's where they live. One final thought related to this. It, it made me think of the parable of the mustard seed and how Jesus compares the kingdom of God to the mustard seed. And I'm not going to get off on a lar- long discourse on the kingdom of God, but basically the short answer is biblical scholars and those that study the Bible and the Gospels especially say that the kingdom of God was the core of Jesus's message. And the kingdom of God is not heaven. Heaven is part of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is bigger than heaven. It includes heaven and earth, things seen and unseen. And the kingdom of God is anywhere where peace and community and life and love and goodness exist. And one of the images that Jesus used for the kingdom of God was the mustard seed. And he says, you know, you have this little mustard seed and it's planted. It's the tiniest of all seeds. And you plant it in the ground and it grows quietly, silently. And eventually it becomes the largest of all trees, which isn't entirely true. That's a bit of hyperbole. In fact, a mustard seed doesn't really even grow into a tree. It grows into something more like a bush. That being said, Jesus says it grows and it grows and it grows, and it then is able to have life within its branches. It becomes a place that life is attracted to and life wants to be. And I thought about this tree and the seed that it grew from at some point, long, long ago perhaps, but it was once a seed and it grew, and now it is this beautiful tree that is home to how many birds? I don't know, but it is home to this community of life right outside my patio porch. So the question for the evening is where in your life around you in your day-to-day life is a community of life that you're missing? You might see the community of your neighborhood or the community of your church or your school or your workplace, but what about other communities? Where is life living together in community and how can you better appreciate that and how does that reveal something of God's presence to you and also the mission or the desire or what we are called to do with each other here on earth as always thank you for joining me thanks for letting me be in your earbuds or your speakers for a moment and blessings and peace to you